Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. I got Fredo Bang in here. How you living, man? Yeah, sir. You need it. want to rock red. I'm the reason why your baby dad is scared. Name is JP and time no money. It don't make no sense to speak. So what is you talking about? That's your speech right there? That's what you say? Like, yeah. whenever you get introduced? Yeah. I don't understand anything you just said. I'm be totally real. It's be measy. Elmo want to rock and red. I'm the reason why your baby dad, baby dad is scared. Okay. If you ain't talking no money, it don't make no sense. Wait, I, I skipped the part. Oh, in the name true. of G. If you ain't talking no money, it don't make no sense to speak. Right. So what are you talking about? RIPG. Yes, sir. That's crazy. How uh, is it important? That's 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 a big thing for you. You got to keep your, your dead homies' names alive, right? Yeah. Is that like, how many years has it been since he passed? Like two years? Um, 2017. Right. You still think about him every day? Yeah, definitely. If I, I, got, I got his face so I can talk to him. I saw that. When did you get that? Um, I got it last year. Okay. And yeah, I mean, that, that's 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 a crazy thing to be carrying around for you. I guess like I'm... I'm I, I can't... I actually... Oh shit. You keep a photo of him too? No, I got um His ID? Yeah, I got his ID. Oh shit. I'd like to do the Fredo Bang wallet check. See what <laughs> else you got in there. Damn, so this photo must have been him so goddamn young. This yeah. is not a driver's license. No, there's an ID. Right, but I mean, it says that just because he was young. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink and drive. Don't litter. Louisiana. Yeah. Damn. Rest in peace. Uh, talk to me about how you met him. Um, we went to school together from like third, fourth grade. Right. And was he the first one rapping? Yeah, he, he was rapping way before me. Right. He been doing it. So he put you kind of on to the whole rap no, hustle? Or? No, my, um, my, my first best friend had started me rapping, and he had died. So um, I had bumped back into G, and uh-huh. G had stopped rapping. And I told him, I was like, I got a song for you. He jumped on it, and then we just started kicking it from there. I just started going from there. And we were locked in. How were you recording at first? Uh, did you have, like, just a mic in, in, in the crib, or did you have a studio that you were going to? I was, I was going by, like, uh, Rico. Who's Rico? Rico dropped this shit. Somebody from Baton Rouge, everybody know. Okay. And that was where you were recording at? Yeah. Was there, like, other prom- – at that time, was there other people you were looking at in the community? Like, oh, that's – Somebody who already made it, so I can do that too. No, not really. None is, no, yeah. you guys are kind of like the whole younger generation of yeah. Louisiana talent, huh? Yeah, I've been to Baton Rouge back in the day. When? Uh, shit, probably 2003. You definitely bumped into X pills. No, nah, I did not take a damn X pill. There's these big brick transitioned walls that all the BMX riders and skateboarders go to in, in Baton Rouge, and that's why we were all about it back then. Oh, you skate. Uh, I rode BMX for like 20 oh, years. I guess I still that's do. The bike. That's the bike. Yeah, it's like the same thing. But I remember that was a big place for us because there was videos at the time that showed Baton Rouge and like made it seem like a really crazy place for skateboarding. So when I first went down south, that was like one of the places where we were the most hyped to go. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard anybody that they say they were hyped to go to Baton Rouge. No. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> but uh, okay. But so as as a young man though, like you you kind of always knew you wanted to get into rapping, or was it seem like that was always your personality type? I always had a, a love for music, you know what I'm saying. So, kind of, like, I used to like when I when I used to go to sleep when I was real little. I used to play had a CD player on, mm. and I I like dream of myself performing the songs. Right. Who and, was it that you were looking at that you were like, that's who I want to be? Was it like Lil Wayne. Um, I'm trying to guess based on like your age. I ain't never had like a specific person when I was little. Okay. Like I said, I always been a fan of music, and then when I um when I went to like middle school, I got into band. Mm. What was, were you playing in band? My first instrument was a clarinet. Really? 
and then I moved to uh, French horn mellophone concert okay. in March. Do you think that taught you things about music that you still kind of use to this day? Yeah. Like an overall understanding? Yeah, definitely. Explain that to me, though. It's like, um, is there any translation between like playing a horn instrument and like using your, your voice as an instrument? Yeah, uh, matching notes, you know what I'm saying? Checking pitches, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just about that. Like, I, I got some people use auto tune and they'd be off key. Right. And it's, it's so annoying. It's like scratching yes. metal. All the time. People like, fucking just use autotune and think that it's that an excuse for it to sound terrible. Good. That shit don't sound good. <laughs> That's real. Were you, like, because it's just interesting when you see, like, what kind of people gravitate towards the rapping thing, especially people who are really good at it, like you. I feel like you have to be a bit more expressive than the average person, a bit more creative. Like, do you see that in other aspects of your personality? You lost me with that one. (laughs) Were you like a creative kid in terms of other things in in school and stuff? Was was music the sole focus, or were you find your creativity in terms of a lot of things? It was mostly my creativity expressing music because I'm I'm a very I I always been shy of my life, Mm. so I never had like always been hard for me to like talk to people. Really, you know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Yeah, you seem pretty sociable these days. I, it's, it's people I like. I, I like you. Oh, you do? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting like a slightly uh, more energetic version of you than some of the other interviews I've seen with you. So I was yeah, because they they be dickheads. Yeah, you know, and it'd be like it'd be like dry. Like some like the most question like I get the most is like so tell me some things about Baton Rouge. Oh God. And then I'd be like, what you want to know? Like right. We want to know the population. Like, mm. do you, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. Gotta, that's yeah, so give boring. me the question to, to respond. Definitely. I also feel like the big thing with you is that everybody just wants to, like, they figure that they're going to be the first one to get you to reveal every single street thing that you ever alluded to in a song that you <laughs> obviously ain't going to try to talk about. Nah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good parolee. Shout out to my PO. I make every date checkups and piss out and passed out my piss tips. So, you know. So you're doing good with the whole parole situations? A lot yeah. of rappers, that's that's like the death of them. Is never, that... never been arrested, nothing. Okay. Since you got on parole, how long has it been? Two years? Two years. Okay. Well, it's about to be two years. I got three more. Three more years. Jesus Christ. Does it feel like a trap? Um, it's, like, Does it feel like they want you to fail? I wouldn't say that because the POs I've been going um, going to, they, they, they very lenient. Mm. And, and you know this this how I make my money, and they very lean on letting me, you know what I'm saying, do what I do. But it feels like a lot of times when rappers get into that situation, it's like they don't give a fuck about the fact that you clearly have to travel, you clearly have to be around different yeah. people all the time. That's why I say I, I I've been blessed to get some some real humble people that that that's allowing me to do what I do and pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So thank God for that. But when you first got on probation, like where was your or uh, where was your rap career at? Because it were you even in the position where you had to be traveling a lot and stuff at that time? I guess about two years ago. You, I, I've been on parole since like walked out the gate. Oh, okay, right. But you were still in the game as a rapper at that time. It's like two years ago you were still doing your thing, right? Did you have like opportunities to travel and shit like two years ago when you first got yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah, or yeah, it? yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just all I gotta do is I gotta check in with them and get my pass. I get a travel pass. Okay. I'm saying what states I can go to. Is that why you don't smoke weed? Is because you're on parole? Nah, weed don't do nothing for me. You're just not a fan of it? Nah, it's, uh, it made my breath stink. It made me paranoid. It's like I don't really see no. <laughs> you really feel like it, weren't, it wasn't getting you high in general, though? It just don't really. Don't really do nothing for me. Damn, what, what's the difference between you and everybody else? Why does everybody else like it so much? I don't know. Like, you got some people that tell me they can't eat without it. They, they, they feel like they're getting withdrawals and all type of shit. Right. I've been there, to be honest, but I've, like, multiple times gone on, like, a vacation and just intentionally didn't bring weed to me to, like, an island for a week and just not smoked, and I felt all right. Yeah, I don't understand, like, people. Yeah. It's weird because it's kind of like so many people willingly make themselves addicted to something that's pretty expensive and realistically is, there's a lot of bad things that come with weed, too. Let's be real. Yeah, cancer. Coughing. A lot of people think you can't get cancer from weed. I think they just lie to themselves and convince themselves that smoking backwards all day ain't the same as smoking cigarettes. You're putting a, a foreign object inside of your body is not good. Well, like the coronavirus now is like specifically affecting men who have like uh, their their lungs and everything are sort of like weathered from smoking. So all the dudes who are getting in China for the most part is older guys who smoke because they're always kind of in a state of having bronchitis. Right. So the coronavirus, if you smoke weed, you might be the first to go. Yeah. Feel bad for them. <laughs> Does that change how you're moving at all, the, the coronavirus situation? Um, you thinking about it? I've been thinking about wearing the mask. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, but just because it'd be fly? 
Or to protect yourself. Just protect myself. Maybe kind of fly through, though. I don't want to die from a cold. Yeah. No, nah, that's <laughs> real. But now people are talking about, like, canceling South by Southwest and not going to South by because of the fact that it's, like, 100,000 people from all over the country coming together. Who knows? What happens if somebody just ends up spreading that around? Everybody at South by Southwest fucking each other, yeah. sharing blunts. It's going down. And you got to be mindful of your actions. I'm not sharing a blunt with anybody out there. I wouldn't. No. No way. When did your career really start to like go up? When I uh I did a video to um a viral video to me singing Ooh Acapella with Ina. Mm-hmm. That's when like I got like two hundred thousand followers in like a week or two. Followers too on the gram, so it wasn't just blowing up on YouTube. They were following you and figuring yeah, that's it out. Before the, gram, the video, so. uh, the song all video came out. Oh, for real? Yeah. And you got two hundred thousand. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that was amazing. Did it like completely change your outlook on it? Because up to that point, you were just sort of trying to figure shit out as a rapper? Right, it just it, it just let me know that, like, I could do something with this. Yeah. For sure. Which, especially coming from that environment, if you don't really have, like, a clear-cut example of who right. you're trying to be like. Yeah, cause, and then, um, like, our way people don't show you, like, how to capitalize off your music and make money unless they're getting a percentage off of um, mm. wreaking all the benefits, you know did you, ha- did you have to figure that out early on? You have, like, a whole lot of, like, weird old dudes coming to you and trying to sign you and yeah, put you some bullshit contract? Everybody who rap around the city tried to sign me. That's crazy. That's crazy, actually, because when I think about when I started doing this podcast, it's like business-wise, that, that is what gets a lot of people caught up is that they decide that they want to be the dude signing somebody, and so they, like, don't really... You know, the, like if you're if you're always approaching everybody from like a real selfish perspective, then that's yeah. gonna really limit who you're able to yeah, fuck with. Yeah, it's just like I got my partner, um, Lil Yosha. He be rapping. I, didn't I was him, just checking him out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't got his stuff to where he capitalizing off of, and you know, I'm putting money to, and I'm just doing it just for him to have something to keep him from the streets. Cause you know, that's why I feel like I got jammed up because we wasn't making money off of it unless it was shows, and we mm-hmm. didn't know how to. So it's like. Why are we really doing this? I'm not about to be super serious in this. You know what I'm saying? I'm still doing this. So how do you know the Lit Yoshi guy? Um, Family. Oh, he's family? Yeah, TVG. Oh, wow. All right. That's crazy because his music's pretty dope. I was honestly listening to it earlier and because I, I just kept seeing comments about it on your shit. Yeah. And I was like, who is this dude? That he got like, his own voice and, and I feel like if he, if he could always focus in it, he can go somewhere. That's dope, though, because, I mean... You want to be that guy who can actually, like, give voice to the people in your community and not just be all focused 100% on yourself, right? Right, right, right. 100%. I be doing little things around the city. Like, I sponsored one high school baseball team, but it'd be quiet. Like, I ain't, they ain't put in a newspaper, stuff like that. See, that is a weird thing. It's like, you can do tripping. good stuff, and people ain't going to really acknowledge yeah. it that much. But if you do some goofy-ass shit, like, no offense to Blueface, but when he threw the money off of the SUV in, in downtown, yeah. and the homeless people all came running and shit, that went viral because yeah. because it was kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's about to show intentions. Mm, 100%, yeah. and I But it's weird when people say, too, they're like, oh, TMZ... They only report on the negative. They don't ever do the positive. It's their job to do it, though. But they do do the positive. It's just nobody notices. Nobody cares. Like, yeah. They pay 100% attention when it's, like, them leaking the footage of, of Kobe and, uh, the, or, like, dropping the news about him passing and shit. Right. But, you know, all the all the positive stuff just sort of goes in one ear out the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, growing up, though, like, what, what was... I know it's kind of a boring question. It's like what Baton Rouge was like, but what was your particular circumstances like? Because you grew up in a fucking huge family, right? Oh, uh, I got a huge family, but my, I wouldn't say we'd be around family like that. And my 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 mother kept me away from my father for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. When they broke up, my mama like had it like a vendetta against my dad. Like she didn't appreciate him. Nah, because he was gay. No, it wasn't that. It's oh. just, I think he cheated on us. But he cheated on her with a dude, a, though? A, a woman. Huh? A woman. A woman. So before he knew he was gay? Yeah, I ain't really sure. I, like I said, they split one out once, so it was like. It's interesting because I was like, Vlad seemed so surprised that you were just down to talk about it and that you didn't really I mean, give a shit on the interview. I mean, I, I mean, it's my father. Yeah. Like, what kind of person would I be if I was like, uh, I don't want to talk about it? Yeah, him. act all like, oh, no, I don't, I don't know about I mean, all that. It's life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And when I was growing up, I, I had a friend, and his dad was always this buff-ass dude, and then his mom was, like, not that great-looking. And then one day, all of a sudden, his dad just leaves his wife because he realizes finally, I guess, or at least wanted to come clean about the fact that he was gay. So then she immediately starts dating his fat fucking, uh, his brother. 
So then this dude that I was always friends with, his, his, his uncle is also his stepdad. Wow. So it gets... That's traumatizing. It's messy real quick. It was traumatizing. Well, I mean, it might have been a little traumatizing for him. That's yeah, yeah, why for, for him. He was, was so weird about it that it almost kind of surprised me when you seemed so natural and cool about it because to him, I saw him like not knowing what the fuck to think about the fact that his dad was yeah. out here. I mean, when you when like my my my, my, my dad always taught me to to peep out game. He always used to tell me peep game. Mm. Like watch look what this you know what I'm saying? Just to like analyze people without talking to them. Mm. So, basically, I always kind of knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew something was going on. Yeah. You got kids yet? No. No. You, why is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, want, you, I want kids. Are you intimidated by it, though? No, definitely not. I love no. kids. I mean, shit, there's a lot of responsibility, though, a lot of money, a lot of time that you got to put into yeah, it. Yeah, I'd rather have a, kid, a child when like, I'm not really full focused on working. Mm. But if it do happen, it happens. It happens, yeah. But you're not running around the country just like dropping dropping nuts and random girls and just seeing what happens. Nah, nah, nah. A lot of people in the rap game. That's basically. It seems like that's the plan. They just dropping them. <laughs> I mean, they just dropping them. I look at future and I'm like, man, this guy, this is fascinating. Like he just doesn't give a shit. It just keeps happening to him. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's just that's just me. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, okay, so. In terms of you had nine siblings, but were they they were all spread step, out? Still, I don't, have, I don't have nobody that's like my mama and my daddy. Oh, so you're the only one from that? My, my mama and my daddy. Okay. Yeah, I got um, two little brothers from. Um, I got I got three step brothers, one deceased. I got two half brothers, and then I got I got three step sisters, and I got a, a sister alone. I, I guess you can say long lost. I never met her. Are you close to no. her? Huh? Are you close to any of them? Yeah, I'm close to all my brothers and sisters. Okay, but the one that I never seen, uh, no, I don't even know her name. Really? I don't know what she. Is. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like who gives a fuck, right? Like, is it even a big deal for you to meet her if she hit you up and was like, "Yo, like, it can I meet nice. you tonight?" It would be nice, but it's something like it never happened, so it's like if you don't grow up around, like I have cousins that I just feel like so connected to them because I grew up. Being around them all the time, yeah. I feel like if I were to meet them right now, I'd be like, "Who the fuck? I don't care if you're fucking cousin." Right. I got when I was in jail, I had a lot of people that found out we were related, and they'd be like, "Hey, man, we cousins." I'd be like, "What you want, family reunion?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm in jail, man. Is it? Have you have you ran into the problem though, where like you have people that are related to you or whatever who are like coming to you thinking that you're gonna fucking help them out and shit? Uh, I got somebody saving my phone right now. Is I'm not your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's always trying to hit you like, up. Like, like somebody brought him to me to like we look like, uh, like, and I'm like, no, you don't. Right. And then he like, my last name is. That's I'm like, so crazy. Fuck. He's thirsty as fuck. He just he's and looking then, at like any possible opportunity. Then I get called from Unzi. He on side. I'm saying, man, we about to find out right now. I'm like, son, stop calling my auntie your auntie. What the? That's fuck? my auntie. <laughs> Every day he actually end up being my cousin. And I'm like, that's crazy. You know. Wow. Um, but what about like just in your hometown in general? Like you're one of the most famous people from there at this point. Is that is it kind of weird for you out there? Do you feel like people act strange to you? Oh, fuck no. No? No, I'm going to say they love me. Down south is a very like humble, low-key type of world, right? Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's about, I, I guess, respect. And like, you know what I'm saying? I, I give respect everywhere I go, no matter where I'm at. So I think people appreciate that. Mm. So, you know. I hear that. When, so, okay, you start blowing up off of that one song and shit, and you start getting more into the game. Like, was there any particular, like, was there anybody guiding you? Or was it pretty much just you sort of going with the flow, just making songs, making music, putting it out? Um, like, I got my producer, uh, Hard About To Be Easy. Like, he helped me. Like, we talk about things. But other than that, we just we just work and guess what they we think they want to hit next, and we go from there. Right. Does it ever surprise you or shock you that your stuff is so consistently popular? They're able to do like millions and millions of plays on each song, and that you're able to do that without necessarily, well, not being on radio, not being necessarily like shoved down people's throats like it feels like a lot of artists are. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I ain't lying. It's a blessing because I never seen myself in this light. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never seen myself being here. Really? So, yeah. Never. When you so. Was it a process of you building up that confidence level, or did you just not have that? I still don't. Really? I, I, don't, I don't be. So is it hard for you to get into that mentality of going on stage and being the star of the show? 
Really? I'll be having, I'll be having butterflies and shit. Really, every yeah. time or every just time. once in a while? Every time. I know some people over the years who've told me that they still throw up every time before they perform, even though like nah, I ain't never throw up. Career. But like you know what I'm saying, I go out there and, and I can get comfortable. Mm. But yeah, you know, I, I really don't be. I mean, it'd be weird. You go out there stone cold sober, or you have a few drinks. I love my parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> I pay his all drug tests. <laughs> well, I mean, but you're you're allowed to drink, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't really like look at those poison. Not a fan of it? Nah, it's poison. For it's real? It's nasty. Damn. But you've been rapping about taking e-pills and shit. Who? No? What's an e-pill? I don't know. Maybe it was in the past. Maybe you're talking about Probably something you did a long time ago. I got a lot of old shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I respect it. Um, So was was that like a time period in your life, though, where you were getting fucked up and stuff, and then yeah, that just abruptly jail. stopped when you uh, the jail. caught the case and then got out? So yeah. that made you more serious about your life? Yeah, because I a lot of stuff, a lot of my problems and a lot of actions that I, uh, a lot of things I did came from being high. Like I didn't shot at my girlfriend before. Shot at her? Yeah. Holy shit. Fully. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Because on what happened? I be humble. I be like I be super humble. Like, uh -huh. I don't like nobody. You ask me something, like, are you gonna get the real me? Like no, 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 no cover, no nothing, just straight raw. So what happened was I, I she had called me outside. Her and her cousin was together. And we got we got to arguing for about 10, 20 minutes. Get out the car. I walk in the door and I hear glass break. So I ain't never checked the to check my car. I'm thinking she done broke my glass and they, they hit, hurry up and hit the gas. So I done ran behind them and hit the car, hit the car while they driving away. But I look at my car and <laughs> ain't nothing broke. It's just she threw a, a, a cologne bottle outside the truck. Oh, wow. So the cops didn't come? Nothing came from that? Nah, I, I called the phone and begged her. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you made things right? Yeah. Damn. The fucking, I'm going to be honest with you. When I'm on lean, I'm pretty nice. It's the next day. It's yeah. when I'm like sobering up the next day that I just nah, turn into a real grouch. As soon as it hit, I don't like nobody. I don't let nobody talk to me. I don't. I only can take it if I'm like not doing nothing. You think it's a positive thing that you can't do that at this point? Uh, I, I what you mean? You can't drink lean anymore because of the probation shit or the parole shit? Yeah, probably a good thing. It keep, me, it keep me in order. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have so many friends who are like big time lean heads at certain points, and it they always have to stop. Yeah, they either die or they stop. Yeah, you know, because it's like sooner or later that shit just catches up with you. Yeah, being on parole, it just like it like make me double check myself. Like a lot of things that I would do, mm. I I'm like I think about them. Like you don't want to go back to jail. Did you have guns in the video early on, and you had to stop doing that? What when I came home? Well, no, at first, like when you first started making videos, where you, you were doing guns in the video thing, and then you had to stop a little bit. But I ain't never been too much into that. Mm. Like you know, because it, it really is not. It's like some little boy shit. It's, it is some little boy shit. It's crazy because you always will see the young ass dudes who like it's their first song and they're so hyped because they don't know what any of the yeah. possible ramifications of that are. Even people that made it like nah, like like people who just sit like like why you right. bring down your value like you look you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, come on. You. I mean, a lot of the biggest rappers are the ones who have the most protection around them, and they're definitely not showing it in the videos. You know. Yeah. It's kind of weird to think that, like, the young kids, like, they see that as, like, this is their superpower that they get to express through the video or whatever. Right. Unless they're from a state where it's really so chill. Or if you have no criminal record, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, at the same day, it's, like, it's corny. Mm. It's played out. It's, like, who you trying to impress? It's, it's kind of lame. Do you get that feeling from a lot of stuff in the rap game, though, that there's just a lot of a lot of bullshit that the fans end up thinking is cool? There's a lot of corny-ass niggas out there. Mm. But how do you relate to that when a lot of the fans are looking at those dudes like they're the real hard ones because they're the ones doing the stupid ass shit in the videos i look at them like goofies too the fans <laughs> yeah it just be like i i don't i don't i don't see every side of all type of people you know what i'm saying being in jail you see all type of characters mm. you know what i'm saying I, I just be seeing the real the people before it come out yeah you know what i'm saying it just be like okay yeah but like, i did music with people i ain't gonna say no names like to what like it's like they try to prove themselves to us. Mm -hmm. And like, and I, I be trying to tell them, like, I have been through all that. So it's like, I don't really, that you're not impressing me. I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing the best of them, you feel me? Mm. Like, I'm not even, 
I don't even like being in that light no more. Like, right. I like I like making songs about bitches. I don't even like making killer songs, but that's like what they be want to hear. <laughs> I mean, these days it's kind of like the 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 style is to make like more melodic, softer music, but then still have some element of like grimy shit in it. Right, 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 right. You but, know, you no, know saying it's just like that's, that's old life. I done did it. It's like I'm a grown man. Now. I just want to live. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people though they like, they never been to where they they life is about to be gone. Right. They never been in penitentiary and re- around people who have life. Mm. They only been you know to parish prison and counties to where oh I'm just born out or I'm just sit for about like five months like right. they never had that 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 that, that part of you taken away mm. and now you're in a full war zone for 24 hours. You feel me? Right. So. It's about little boys and grown men. I mean, that's part of the the battle right there, though, is that you're somebody who's getting older, seeing the real side of the game and stuff, and sometimes it's like it might be the the 16-year-old kid who's got a Draco in the video acting crazy as fuck who might be the one getting the attention that week on the Internet, Mm -hmm. but you are in a wiser, more adult perspective, so it's kind of like balancing the fact that you know your audience wants to hear a bunch of Mm -hmm. crazy-ass shit by also trying to feed them the right way, right? Right. Yeah. Is it awkward for you? Because, I mean, I feel like you're somebody who everybody wants you to just tell them about all your most deepest <laughs> street beat shit, whatever. And you're kind of like alluding to it. Everybody's always trying to pick apart your lyrics in the YouTube comments. Be like, this line is about this person. Yeah, yeah, they try. But it's like I never in my, once in my song talked about anybody or said anybody's name specifically. Really? So, but but some, for some reason, they always try to take it and... Been it as far as they could, you know what I'm saying? It'd be annoying, but at, at a certain point, you just stop giving a fuck. Right, because it's like to them. So you're never in the studio, and like you know, you just write a, a, a regular bar that's like you know saying that you're gonna do something to somebody. But you're you're sitting there writing that lyric, and you even if you're not thinking about somebody, you know that the they, fans are gonna think, think it's about yeah, somebody. So it's like you just stop giving a fuck. You mm. know what I'm saying? And I I say I never I never came out and said I had a problem with anybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. When you lost G, can we talk about what that was like and how that changed your mentality on music? Um, when I lost G, I ain't like, I ain't give a fuck about nothing. Like I was, I, I felt like the music shit was over with. Really? Cause, yeah, cause we was always we planned everything out to for, together. You feel me? A group. Mm. So I never had a chance to look at it any type of other way. So I'm like, man, I don't want to hear us no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was, he was. The, the positive side of things. Right. I ain't like people. I ain't want to talk to people. Like, he would do all the talking. Really? You know what I'm saying? You feel like you guys balanced each other out well in that right, way? Right, right, right. And so by him dying and, and me coming, I had to, I, I've been trying to, like, open myself up more to people. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be kind of a challenge at a certain point to, like, just sort of regroup and realize, like, I got to keep keep this going. Yeah. Just on my own, but was there was there a time where you really thought about not doing it at all anymore? Yeah, I always I always get into states to where I don't, don't want to do it anymore. Even now, the music will start to feel like yeah. Something. I'm I'm getting to a point where I, like I, I be having to like self like motivate myself. Mm. I got a, a bad depression and, and self esteem problem and stuff. Really? Yeah. So that's something you sort of deal with on a regular basis. Yeah, I just got some um, prescribed some um, Selexa, I think. Oh, it was an antidepressant. Yeah. Okay. I haven't started yet though, cause I, I was scared of. But I mean, I'm, I'm gonna start talking to people who I know personally working using it. Uh-huh. So, so I'm about to try it out. How does that manifest though, in terms of you, your depression and stuff? Cause I mean, I'll, I'll definitely, I will have days where I just don't even want to get out of bed, but right. I will force myself to. And a lot of times, I find like I, I find myself working so much that I'm blocking out the negative emotions. Right, and my mind normally do that, cause all I do is work. I don't go out. I don't like going out, cause I mean, if I'm getting, not getting paid for it, I'm spending money. Uh-huh. So, and and and, and nine times ten, I'm paranoid. Like you know, people just always looking. I don't know if you're looking at me as a rapper or what. I did you something. You know what I'm saying? Right. You never know. So, you've lost so many people around you, though. Is that a, a constant point? Paranoia is just feeling like it's almost like more likely than not that somebody's going to try to do something to you. Um, I don't want to say they play a part in it, but. I, I mean, we, we grew we grow up like almost everybody from Louisiana grew up like to where uh, we looking over our shoulder, mm. whether you're in the beef or not. It's just natural. 
is a dog eat dog world. Mm, definitely. But does does that change your mind uh, about how you want to live your life? Because you know, going yeah, to the that's club, what, that's that's why I'm on the straight path now. Like mm. I didn't seen that other side of the wall. You feel me? Right. I didn't seen where you just sit there and stay out the window every day and just be like, I just wish I was staying right there. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just be outside on some regular shit like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, it got to the point where like when I was at the end of my jokes, they sent me to to um, work release, uh-huh. and I didn't want to step outside because I was scared of. Like, I was just scared of being outside to what, because I'm like, it might try to put me in a trap and keep me in here longer. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't even want to go out there until I'm really free. Right. You feel me? Damn. That's crazy. Um, does it change? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, it's crazy because we've seen so many people, like, even, like, the Pop Smoke situation, I don't know if you knew him, but that shit is just one of the scariest situations I've seen in recent memory because of the fact that he was so explosively popular and he was living in a, in a way where you would think that he would be safe. He's, he right. went to the West Coast, he gets away from all the shit that he's presumably involved with back on the East Coast, and then all of a sudden, the problems follow him. Yeah. Did you did you know him or did you know anything? Nah, I ain't know. I, I heard his music a couple of times, uh-huh. but uh, and I don't know the facts behind. It. I know that he was saying about the address, his yeah. partner, him. Yeah, the the address was definitely a badly kept secret. So if there was somebody that wanted to do something with him, I mean, yeah. it would have been pretty easy for them to figure it out. I think. Right, and, and I think he it was part when he posted it himself. Yeah, is and that's why we, we try to double check. Like I say, we we grew up inside that war mentality, mm. so. Every post we try to, you know what I'm saying, cover our tracks and make sure we're on point. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to at this point in particular. I mean, but the problem is, too, and it's like, I'm glad that I've been in a relationship the whole time that I've been uh, popular on whatever level. Be- females. Exactly. Because yeah. he had a whole shitload of girls over the crib, and it's like, you, you just can't trust him because a lot of them girls would be happy to hand out the address, not yeah, even that, realizing yeah. what might happen. And that's why people take phones, and that's mm-hmm. why, like, I didn't have instances where I didn't have somebody come by the room and I'd send them a whole different floor and room and have somebody or uh, waiting by the staircase waiting to see when they hit the hit the you know what I'm saying, hallway. Wow. All right, grab her, come bring her up here. You feel me? Yeah. Stuff instances like that. Damn. That's fucking crazy. Um, so what's your deal in terms of the, the label situation and how you feel about all that? Um, I feel I feel good about it 'cause I mean I've been doing my thing by myself. So I felt like it was a time to like try, try to take it to where I can't take it by myself. Mm. That I know I can't take it. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make the business around yourself bigger than just you. Right. I'm not just trying to be a, a, a street rapper for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I want to be on the billboard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So do you feel like they're giving you the resources where you could be able to be bigger than you've been so far? Like, do you, are you yeah. feeling optimistic definitely, about definitely, it? Definitely, 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 definitely. Well, yeah. Like, what, what? Do you really like what are your big goals though? Do you want to have that one fucking smash hit song that is gonna yeah, take want, you to a I different want, level? I want some platinum plex. I want that top ten billboard. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? I got like that's my real goals. Really? So do you go in the studio? Are you thinking about that though? Because most of your music sounds very real and like you're not really going that out of your way to make a song that sounds like a hit. Nah, cause when you get to think about it like that, that's when like the writer blocks come in. Mm. I really I really just we listen to a beat. Have it make me feel I go from there like, I just make the I let the music make itself Definitely Have you dealt with Writer's block though? Yeah I get it every other month Every other month Yeah that's like When I'm So when I'm in it I like go hard You feel me? Okay Whenever I'm in that mode I go hard And then the writer's block hit What do you do to Try to get out of that? Um Go to the beach Nah I don't, I don't really like going places No but You gotta I'm, go to the I'm beach, starting man. I'm starting to I just went bowling the other day For the first time in like 12 years They made you wear the shoes? No, I wasn't George. <laughs> you didn't switch your shoes? <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, when I think about bowling, that's like the worst part that I, I'm not looking forward to is having to take my shoes off and put some weird ass shoes on. Yeah. But um, when, when the writer block come in, I just like get to the point where I try to listen to older songs when I was in my zone. Mm. Or a lot of times, if, 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 um, I, I get writer's block when, I don't hit, when people don't put out music. Really? Yeah, because they don't got, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Ryder Rich the Box. Yeah. That made me want to record some more music. But that made you want to hop on that beat as well yeah, as yeah, just yeah, record yeah. in general? Th- yeah, that, that that was just for fun. Because mm. I, I was like, man, like, it was just one of them songs where, like, I wish I made that. Mm. So I was like, I just took it and I was like, what I do with it? Because, like, some people did it and they just try to do too much. It's already a perfect song. Mm. So it don't make no sense to do too much to it. 
Right. So you're saying that when people drop, when people ain't drop music in a while, like, do you have your favorite artists that if you listen to their new project, that might actually get you excited about music that you weren't? Yeah, get me excited. Like Young Thug. Every time he drop, I get happy. Thug does it for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just like such a creative all, force. All his music gonna sound different no matter what. You mm. feel me? Who else? Who else is in that category? Um, the people I'm listening to right now, Thug, Moneybag, yo. Mm. Um, I play a lot of myself. That's why I be trying to put music out as much as I can before I play it out. Definitely. <laughs> that, Did Were you friends with Melly in real life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so definitely. That's, how how I, was that relationship? Uh, that's, that's my dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's one of the saddest... St- I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to him, but I mean, even just him getting arrested and shit, that's one of the saddest stories we had in recent memory just because right. he was becoming so fucking incredible musically like he was amazing like from early on to be honest but that album was ridiculous uh, yeah i talked i talked to his mom and little brother little brother i pick him from, up from school because i seen him in your video and shit with yeah. the the one with him you got you got yeah. b slime in the video yeah his, his school like not too far from my house i pick him up from school he'll come play the game for a little while for real like yeah. y- y'all live near each other in yeah. In Baton Rouge or no, Miami. I got a house. Oh, in Miami. so you're out in Miami now? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm 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 on parole and I still live in Baton Rouge, but I I, I own a house in Miami. So you pick up B Slime and y'all be playing Fortnite together? Uh, not Fortnite. Oh, uh, we we mostly play two like two K or something. Oh, okay. That's that's where you can meet in the middle. Yeah. You're not a Fortnite guy? Nah, I never got, I never got to try it. Really? No. It's so fucking popular. I never tried to play. I it just either. did Twitch the other night for the first time. What game were you playing? 2K? Oh, really? And it was like my second time ever playing it. Were people tripping out? Yeah. They were excited to see you playing yeah. and shit? Yeah. <laughs> I might have given me one now. I mean, I feel like the live streaming video games thing is like, that shit's taking over. Yeah. I, I'm about I'm, I'm to get mine set up as soon as I get home. Okay. Damn, yeah. You and B-Slime, you should become like a gaming fucking duo. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked him to teach me. He'd be so busy. B-Slime, people be forgetting B-Slime a real kid. He is a real He's kid. He's just smart. When I was interviewing him, I just couldn't believe it because I kicked it with Melly. Yeah. Melly's a nice guy and everything, but Melly's a little crazy. B Slime is like the nicest kid I ever met in my life. He, he definitely got a crazy side, though. You, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, but but he's a kid. You got to remember that he's just smart and creative. Right. So sometimes that block out you looking at him as a kid. Definitely. You know what I'm I, when I was talking to his mom, she she mentioned, and I, I think, oh, yeah, she said that, she, that there might be a... Uh, a rapper's mom's reality show coming that she wasn't even able to be, she wasn't able to go anywhere near it because of the fact that her son is an open case. But she told me that that is like a real thing that's supposedly, allegedly, possibly happening. Would you be okay with your mom being on something like that? No. <laughs> it's not happening? No. Why not? I don't even let my mom be trying to go up in the shows and stuff. I don't let them, You don't even like her going to the shows? No, nah, I, I really w- I wouldn't want her open, like people are seeing who she is and it's... it's you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So like, if you're even if you're having like a great Christmas morning, you're not posting up like what is actually I going po- on for I your post Christmas my morning. Mom, I posted my mom one time, mm-hmm. and that was when I got uh, I had bought a condo. Oh shit. Yeah, but even though now I, I don't really give you a full, you know what I'm saying? Right. Too much to grasp, but. I mean, because there's so much personal shit in your life. And it's like you just you, you got to sort of treasure so, the so, shit that yeah. you're not letting people in on. Right, right. That's how I feel with my parents, too, is that it's like, I mean, in particular, like even like my sister, my mom, if I post them on Instagram and shit, it's just like, I know I got to read all these fucking comments. And I, right. and they're way less equipped than I am to read that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what's the more humane thing yeah. to do? And the crazy thing is she like, she she be, she don't care. Like right. I say, she be trying to go to shows and I'll be like, no, mom. <laughs> No, like the show she'd have been to, she didn't got snuck to. I let her come to one. Really? Yeah, but and I almost wigged out enough. Somebody, like she was sitting somewhere, and I think somebody had took the seat and they wouldn't give it back to her. And it was like, then when we were leaving out of the club, it was two packed. They had one one direction, uh-huh. and we went to another one. I'm like, where's my mom at? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. But so, so she was just like. In the actual crowd, she didn't try to get in the backstage. No, no, it wasn't no backstage. It was oh, just okay. a stage and a bunch of. This one, this one of them hood shows. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? So Damn, no just, backstage. That's she fire. just standing behind us. No backstage is super hot fire. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, how? Oh, oh yeah, and just in terms of Melly though, it's like, is that how did you guys end up meet? I guess um, is the the right question. His for one, his his manager he tried to sign the track. Track, oh. track one to shop. Shout out to the Track. That's yeah. a good guy right there. Um, and then Drew. Drew really connected it. Oh, Drew yeah. filmed it. Yeah, he shot me a video, and um, uh, I invited Millie. Came through, 
got each other numbers. We started putting up on each other, and we just connected. Like, definitely, yeah. He's a fucking wild man. When I think about it, like just during my time hanging out with him, it's like he just told me about so much shit that I I can't mention on air. Or just like told me about so many crazy ass situations he'd been in. Yeah. I'm like, man, like you're you're really living life out here. <laughs> yeah, he's one of a guy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, do you feel like uh, the labels deserve? some kind of like the, the labels should take a more active role with the artists in terms of you know there's a lot of times these situations come up where artists either uh die off of drugs or just end up being in a situation that's not necessarily safe for them and then a lot of people try to relate it back to the to the labels and say like oh if the label's signing them giving them this such money they should make sure that they're not in this situation or they should be keeping a closer eye on them i feel, uh, I feel you, like when like tragedy happens people like try to find somebody to blame mm. I feel like people just stop blaming everybody. Just like with bloggers, like people don't understand that y'all do y'all job. That's why, like, even the messy questions, I don't be caring. Mm. It's just about how I answer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, with the messy questions, it's all like a challenge. It's like, yeah, it's how, yeah, how do it's, you answer? Because yeah. you, you can answer a question you, you straight up or to, you can beat around the bush. You don't have to answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's y'all job. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got pulled over yesterday and the cop, man, I was high as fuck. I just faced a blunt. And I felt like the cop could tell that I was high as fuck, and he it made him trust me, and just let me go. Huh. It, I mean, it, it, it felt like he, because I was so awkward. He's like, he goes, you know what the speed limit is here? I go, he goes, do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> he's just straight up like, give me your ID, and then he just came right back. I felt like he knew I was so high that he should just take some pity on me. I don't know. That I don't think, normally I happen. Just, I don't know. I don't think he was just being nice. <laughs> he did. As soon as he came back to though, he's like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber. I interview rappers and shit. He's like, oh, what, what's it called? I'm like, no jumper. I think. Like, I felt like he, he might have like recognized me, but not put, my car looks kind of fast. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And it stinks like weed. So <laughs> there's that. But now that we out here, bro, I'm telling you, Burbank. This is not a place you want to be if you're like a criminal or if you smoke weed. You're not even allowed to smoke weed in the whole fucking city, allegedly. Oh, this uh, Burbank is a whole other city. Yeah, it's like you're not supposed to smoke weed in the entire fucking city. I thought it was just a different section of Los Angeles. It's just a different part of L.A. and there's just way more cops and they got different rules about weed and the whole thing. Yeah. That's why it's like it's more safe for us to do it in here. If we go outside and smoke, you could actually have a cop pull up. And I mean, I guess that is how it is in most of America, but... Yeah, we're used to not worrying about it out in LA. Yeah. So what do you uh, what do you got coming? New music? Um, on twenty seven, I'm dropping uh, my new tape, Most Hated. Mm. Um, who's on that? And what's the plan? Anything? Moneybag, yo, um, T Grizzly, um, YNW Melly, mm. a chick from um, New Orleans named C, and I got a surprise feature on now. Really? Yeah. Kanye. Uh, you Thug. never know. No, you never <laughs> you get know. gospel track with Kanye. You never know. I would do one. <laughs> that you would know. be beautiful. I'm yeah. into that idea. But I don't believe in the Bible. Though. We can't talk about the Bible. Right, and I don't know what the fuck. Like, like, yeah, you probably have to fundamentally change where you're rapping about because he's all like anti everything I know, he I, ever I, rapped I made, about. I just made, I made a song called uh, "Pray to God." Oh really? Yeah. Is it what's, what project's that on? On um, Big Eight. Oh okay. The one oh. with uh, like famous crushes and story to tell. Right, right, okay. And um, I ain't cursed not one time enough. Was that hard? No, no. Like I said I made the music. I ain't. Even, I didn't even know I didn't curse in it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fine. Let the music make itself. I mean, you got to have those songs for the for the young young kids. Yeah. I mean, you don't got to, but it's nice I for them. I, I just, guess. I ain't lie. I just get the beat and I just let, let make them let it make itself. How long does it take you to make an average song? Are you one of those like six songs in a night guys, or you, you take your time? I have my my nights, but I'm I'm one of those perfectionists to where like I would sit there and I would say the same thing. A thousand times until I feel like it's right. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. My, my, my engineer and producer got a lot of patience. Wow. <laughs> I always say that about Dr. Dre, that he'll just he'll make you say the fucking same bar like a hundred times. Them. Yeah. Damn. But you you really feel like that like helps the music a lot just yeah, by Yeah, because like if you just, I mean, if, if, if you, sh you should expect the energy that you put in. Mm -hmm. If you just sit there and you just throw it on there and you put it out, you should, you should expect people to not give a fuck about it. All right. So... That's why I think a lot of times when people are like so like, oh, I went in the studio with this dude. He made 10 songs in that one night. It's like, yeah, yeah maybe. How they sound. And, and, and it might have sounded dope in the moment, but if you really go back to a lot of those songs, a lot of times the, it sounds like it could have used some more time. But I, yeah, I, like the other week, I, I did like 10 songs in two days. Really? 
Yeah. But how many of them you think really were it? And will you ever go back to them and like touch up the bars or do anything different to it? Um, I got a problem with it. When I don't finish stuff, it'd be hard like going back towards it because I'd be ready to do something more fresher. Mm. But I'll go back and do it. Definitely. How did you actually become friends with T Grizzly? I just remember that I seen well, you when he was, when he was recording his uh his cooking show. Remember? Yeah. Through Melly pulled up and you were there. Oh, okay. Melly uh did that. Damn. Um, I think they were together at Versace store or something, and I had FaceTime. He put him on the camera. We um I pulled up on him at a studio session out here in LA at Chalice. Uh huh. And we talked. He pulled me. He actually pulled me to the side. Like to, in the midst of us being in the studio, he pulled me to the side and just had like an hour conversation. Really? About like who I am and like you know what I'm saying about life. Wow. Like just he just randomly. seemed to, he understood what kind of person you were. Yeah. And you guys just hit it off from there. Yeah. That's dope. When you guys have done music together, what's what's that process like? Are you guys in similar wavelength? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We just be vibing and uh, I ain't like like everybody I didn't I didn't work with. I never or, or I conversate with rappers. I never been on a let's let's do this. Let, let's let's work. Like if if it happened, it happened. Like me and Melo, we got a couple songs, but we could have way more because I've been in the studio thousands of times. I just don't right. extra. It's just you know if we haven't happened, it's just I fuck with you as a person. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? He, I mean, Melly. In the record, have you seen him record and then have track go in and sort of like yeah. take his verse and like Mel- figure out Mel- what the verse Mel- will record like? Th- like at least two or three times. Yeah, just he gonna say whatever he feel like saying through that that take, and him or track or just cut it. Four bars here, two bars here. Yeah, I never seen anything like that. Honestly, never. It, it fucked me up. I just made a, a, a I made a song out of one of those. Out of one of the the take like the really? old like the leftover the parts. <laughs> That's fine. There's probably still some good shit in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let him hear. He love it. Oh my god, that's amazing! So you optimistic about Melly getting out? Do we even know when he's going to try? Oh, I, th- I think it's this month. Damn. I think I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's this month. Damn, yeah. That's gonna be crazy. He's he gonna be good, bro. He's gonna be good. He better be. Uh, how do you get pumping on Randy in that one video? Um, I couldn't believe that when I saw it. Uh, I think that was uh, Jay, Worldstar. Oh, really? Okay, he helped make it he happen. Did it. Yeah. Damn. What was the the mentality there though? You were like, I just need somebody to roast me for this video, no, so I, I might as well get somebody they, they, good they at put, it. They put the treatment and stuff together. Cause I ain't know, I didn't really know what was going on for that video. Like oh. talking about, and um, I, I think I seen a couple of videos, but I ain't know. Him. Yeah. yeah, he's he, like he cool people. Yeah, he's a good guy, but he keeps getting his Instagram deleted. I think he had to get a new one recently. Why? I don't know. They just took his shit down. I feel like when you're making the kind of content he makes where you're just roasting famous people that you sort of run the risk of, like, their fans yeah. pulling up to your page and, like, mass reporting you and That's shit. That's what happened to me. I got put out. You got your page taken down? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I had dropped the, um, the Uri mix with Kevin Gates. Uh-huh. And... Did you, you have bars for anybody on that and their fan base came for you? Huh? Did you have, like, bars for another rapper on that song and then the fan base came for you or something? No. You didn't piss anybody off with that song? Oh, I guess they just ain't like the fact that me and Gates did something together. That's and weird. the crazy thing is, I, I've been doing Gates before, like, I came home from jail. Mm. He didn't help me out, me and G.I. with our career a couple of times, you know what I'm saying, posting us. And um, I, even when I was in jail, he, uh, he prayed for me. He sent me, like, randomly, he prayed for me. Really? That's amazing. Honestly, Kevin Gates probably like the most serious vibe person I ever met in my yeah. entire life. Like, it's never a dull moment around him. The, the the way he shook my hand and just locked eyes with me and like introduced myself to him, it was just like the most overwhelming like force of energy coming from him. Right. Of, I, I honestly like I still kind of think about it. Like he's just yeah. such a unique person in that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And like he don't, I feel like he don't get enough respect around, especially like Louisiana way. Mm. People don't know that he didn't drop like 13 tapes before anybody knew who he was. Hell yeah. And he's been the sickest. Yeah. He's been he's one of the best rappers to ever come out of Louisiana, period. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely been listening to Kevin Gates mix tapes for like at least like four or five years ago and shit. And it don't go old. No, yeah, he's an incredible musician. All right, so the new project's on the way. Are you on the, the, the TikTok dance craze type shit? Or I you, maybe want I don't know how to use it. You don't know. But you're you're open to it? Yeah. Would you make a dance TikTok to one of your own songs? Probably would. You, you can say something. I wouldn't say I would be doing. That. I wouldn't be saying I would do doing a full dance, but I'd try. <laughs> you could get some like some girls to help you out. Or I'm whatever. never too hard for myself. You're not. Nah. So you don't think the dancing no, compromises? No, I'd be dancing on Triller. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, TikTok Triller. Triller is like a TikTok competitor. Yeah. But hey, TikTok's just like a million times I, bigger. I can't stand like them them 24 hour gangster dudes. Mmm. Like. 
Let's like let, let let you know the people who haven't really been there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not just inside jail, there around people. Got to just act hard all never the time. Home. Yeah, hey, I'd have been through all that. It Especially ain't. when you know that your fan base is young and they want to see some fun shit these days. Yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy life as much as I could. That's facts. So you're you're still living the single life? Yeah. You just can't let any of these hoes in. <laughs> no, I, I actually be want to be in a relationship. My last relationship was with Dyla, mm-hmm. my third sister. For real? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, that was my last relationship. When did that end? Um, she we got together like my last two months in jail, and then um we broke up after about a year. Okay. You know, still cool though. Did you kick it with Thug during all this? I met him not not with her. I met him at a club, but it had nothing to do with her. Right, because when you're dating Thug's sibling, it's like, are you assuming that he's going to be excited about it, or are you assuming that he's going to be skeptical? I'm probably skeptical. Yeah, because you didn't. Cause know everybody him hear, before. everybody hear things about me and think I'm just this person that this hateful person. Right, but anything they could say about you, I feel like probably worse shit has been said about Thug in terms of just like right, he's crazy right. or he's done this or right. whatever. Right. Damn. That was your last relationship. So you you're on the field now. You on Tinder? What's that? You on Tinder the app? Nah, I'll be, I'll be on OnlyFans and Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> What's the OnlyFans that you're paying for? I need to know. Uh, I th- uh, I pay for. I can't remember the name. It's two people. I'm not the point a person that just subscribe. I I just hit it one time, subscribe, and then cancel it to give you a free a month. And I'd be up there with it. I only go on the OnlyFans whenever I can't find a good video on porn because I've been to watch that thing. Really? That's very interesting. I would like to know what OnlyFans you're paying for. Huh? Oh, we got to wrap up. <laughs> Is it related to the OnlyFans question? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, shit. Well, Fredo Bang, man, I appreciate you coming through, bro. It was important that we finally got this uh, conversation. I appreciate you. I need some of this merch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got to get you on the Kandama, too. That's a bit. What color are you going with? Well, I'll read. Okay, that's what I figured. Fredo <laughs> Bang, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. No Jumper.com if you want to support. And OnlyFans. And, and <laughs> send him your OnlyFans. <laughs>